We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. You also might know this as the Gilcast. You also might be listening to this on the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football feed. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Nate Noling, joined by Sammy Reed. Week 17, best ball finals. You know, Christian McCaffrey and Cash, people eating Evan Ingram chalk. Don't know when that's ever gone well for people. A um, lot going on, of course, you know, next week, week 18. Peter Overzet joins the show for Cash Game Week. It's it's going to be beautiful. Um, you know how we doing? How we doing, fellas? I'm tilting, boys. I'm tilting. How are you? I mean, it was uh, should have been a tilting day. And Christian McCaffrey, the combination of Christian McCaffrey and Justin Jefferson, just bailing Nate and I out like the fucking kings of cash games. We are. We just held the line. We didn't swap. We didn't. We 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 stuck to our roots of of team jam them in McCaffrey in the flex instead of a wide receiver. You know, it's just sometimes you just got to play the running back over the wide receiver. Nate, I mean, just we just alpha these people today. We did. I mean, I was sitting there. I had the swap dialed up, edit lineup. I had it sitting there, just waiting to assign export to all. And I just said, nope. I'm holding. I'm holding. I so so I I'm holding with 49ers D the reason why I did not swap was because of two guys who well here let's let's do this let's go through the team so Nate played Jared Goff James Conner Brian Robinson Jr. Amon Ross St. Brown Drake London Greg Dorch Evan Ingram fucking idiot Christian McCaffrey and the 49ers defense I played Goff 
Saquon Barkley, Brian Robinson, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ross St. Brown, Greg Dorch, Hunter Henry, Christian McCaffrey in the 49ers defense. Sammy played the same team as me, but he played Cade Otten in the Falcons defense instead of Hunter Henry and the 49ers. Um, smooth, Sammy. Real smooth. I, no, no, that's fine. The, the, I can Nate, fucking Evan Ingram, bro. Evan, <laughs> come on, explain. Davis, yourself. you spent the whole morning texting us like, oh, I'm so afraid of Evan Ingram giving me the blade. I don't know what I'm going to do if he gives me the blade. You were just, I, I mean, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be very tilted, but it, at the end of the day, I thought the concession you had to make to get, I mean, I guess the guy I wanted was Saquon who sucked ass. So maybe I should, maybe I should dial it back a little bit. But well, Evan Ingram, yeah. bro. Well, no, it wasn't just Evan Ingram. It was honestly the James Conner. It was James Conner, Drake London, Evan Ingram versus Saquon, punt tight end, and Garrett Wilson. I was most scared of fading Garrett Wilson, I think. But you, I mean, um, and, you, and you should have been. And you, and you should have been. been. The dude got you, 11 you, targets you, you and just, like didn't you produce. You gilled it. Nate. Nate, Nate won today, but you gilded it, dude. What is, what? This, this is, this is classic dude. Nemo Noling. That's what he this does. Is, he gills it and he gets he, there. It's just, me, here, dude, James Conner, James Conner, James Conner legit. If he didn't get hurt in this game, James Conner easily has a hundred yards, easily has a touchdown. James Conner was on, on the way to smash Saquon and didn't. James dude, Conner James, James has like a 30% chance of getting hurt in any single game. Did, did your algorithm tell you I, that? I, this I'm guy's not, so I'm dusty. I'm not going to abide by that because James Conner does have like the best role in, in the NFL right now. So I, I'm, not, I'm not shaming Nate for playing James Conner. What I will shame him for is this text message that we received at about 1037. Oh, the receipts. Time. And I said, yeah, I think London over any of these running backs is bad. And they'd said, yeah, because getting a 30% target share at 4.9K feels really bad. London is a great play. And then I said, 30% of 118 yards is not good. How many passing yards do, do we, did, did Desmond Ritter get to 100 passing yards today? That's, that's a good trivia for us. I, I bet he was pretty close to not. I bet he 169, did. I bet he good for him. 169, yeah. Drake London yeah. outgained by Michael Pruitt on the day okay drake london is legit since since <laughs> Al Pitts back, a legit alpha i mean this dude is putting up whopper numbers that would make your brain explode and he's 4.9 he's 4.9 yeah, but- with a legit target share not like a ceiling of 30 something percent but like a floor to a mean projection of 33 to 35 percent that at 4.9k i'm not sa- i'm not scared Here's when i can thing. get that in it's in not like vacuum, i'm punting with nico vacuum- freaking collins in a vacuum, you are not wrong. Drake London, I thought, was a pretty good tournament play. I played him. We'll, we'll talk about tournament stuff a little bit later. But but playing him over Garrett Wilson, Nathaniel, was was just stupid, dude. It just was. No, no. <laughs> Drake was London dumb. in a dome, week 17 in this in game. In a dome. <laughs> That's what it was. It was the dome that put it over the edge for Nate. He just had, I know Derek had, Hardy had, had with visions right of now. Greg Dorch and, and Drake London going back and forth and just winning him the week. In the I had dome, Greg Dorch. I had James Conner. I had Drake London. I mean, Nate, I you, this... you could have been you could have been so buried in the massive fifty dollars double up. Garrett Wilson was fifty six percent owned, and Drake London was twelve percent. So I guess your lineup was still probably... on edge in week seventeen. <laughs> My Garrett Wilson God, got this is, I, I can't I can't deal with this today. I don't think I can do it. I may <laughs> have to sign either. off early. I mean, imagine 
Sammy, imagine if you were doing this and you had Justin Jefferson, though, who just had one catch. Imagine if you were doing this show and Justin Jefferson had one reception. No, Here's the no, thing. not, the, not, the listeners, not, not the, doing it. Not playing Justin Jefferson in the frozen tundra of week 17 in Green Bay when a perfectly good CMC in the dome is available for you. Like that's, coming that's not off a thing. Of, coming off of last week where Davis swapped onto the nuts, the fact that he didn't swap this week onto Justin Jefferson until his face off is like the, oh, people, were the, the people, the listeners people were missed an incredible show. I would have been inconsolable, but I actually, I actually think, I mean, the reason why I didn't swap was because all these chalk plays that people got on were horrible. Miles Sanders, six points. James Conner wasn't horrible. He, you know, he beat, um, he beat Saquon and Brian Robinson, but he didn't smash. The only guy who like really smashed was ETN. Um, you know, people played like Ramondre. He did horrible. But the big reason why I didn't swap was Evan Ingram was 42% owned and he got three points. So I was like, I, I already beat that spot with less salary with Hunter Henry because Hunter Henry got, you had golf and had, well, got, I mean, everyone had golf was seven. Everybody had golf. Yeah, everybody had golf, but it was really, it was really that Evan Ingram. I was like, well, I'm just ahead points per dollar of all these teams because it was, was there, was there even a C? Well, I guess what Nate played was the CMC Ingram team. And I, I, I was pretty confident Garrett Wilson was going to outscore Drake London. Um, Maybe I don't. Maybe he didn't even in in the he end. Didn't. But he didn't. But the and the swap was like and also I didn't think I would if I was behind at all. I didn't think I was behind enough to go from McCaffrey with the 49ers defense down to the Rams defense. Obviously the 49ers defense. I mean this is why you do the defense swaps because they were 60 percent owned and they got three points. Um, okay, let's do yeah let's, the two two more than they deserved as it turns out. Yeah, you know, overtime. McCaffrey, uh, McCaffrey not getting the touchdown in, in overtime is is a little bit. Is a little it, bit it, well, I mean, the whole series of events. So McCaffrey smashes all day. So it's very hard to be like, oh yeah, I'm tilting CMC. But like right right at the end of the game, they throw the screen to CMC, and he comes within a pubic hair of breaking it off, and he gets tackled. And it's right before the two minute warning, so they bring in Jordan Mason, and Mason is just going to be in there to run it once. And then it's going to be the two minute warning and McCaffrey's going to come back in. And instead he gets into the end zone, breaks off like a 20 yard or whatever gets yep. in by like, wait, I mean, three inches, four three, inches, may, something like that. Not, yeah. Just like elbow on the line, but ball over. Yeah. Yeah. So McCaffrey doesn't get the touchdown. He got snake for touchdowns all day from the one, from the two, all this stuff. Then we, then, then the Raiders go back and go down and score. And there's a minute to go. And it's like, oh, it's McCaffrey time. He doesn't get a single touch. He drops a pass that he normally catches. Big tilt. We go to overtime where he does not touch the ball. And instead, Jared Stidham, who's just like smacked his big dong around all day, throws this egregious interception, gets the gets the chalk 49ers defense two points. And then they're on the like three yard line. And my wife goes, my wife sees that I'm sweating CMC so hard. And she goes, why don't they just run the ball to CMC? It, but of course they don't, right? And they, uh, they they just kneel it down and kick the field goal. And McCaffrey has all these chances to get all these extra points and doesn't get any. And the 49ers chalk defense, who got their asses kicked all day, all day by Jared Stidham, um, get their two extra points and and lose me a bunch of money. And uh, I don't I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I play DFS. But yeah. 
that's yeah tough tough scene i mean i not like not like nice teams uh exploded past the cash line but comfortably comfortably there comfortably won a good number of head i guess we didn't say the points nate 111.7 i got 106.4 whirling dervish 101.9 remember these screen names folks we uh we cash game week you want to be in uh with uh with peter so uh, Brian Robinson, I mean, I don't think I have ever been so tilted at, at a result. Brian Robinson gets 26 touches. <laughs> <laughs> he gets three he gets three carries from the two-yard line, converts not because he's awful. I the, the Brian Robinson play is not a play about him being good. He he stinks, do we, dude. Do we do we know if the bullet is still lodged in his <laughs> leg or, or did they actually remove it? I think that's something we should have looked into before putting him into our cash game lineups. Well, I mean, honestly, the only this dude, only- this dude legit had twenty rushing attempts at half. I'm I like, know. Oh, a hundred yards plus a touchdown is a lock. And he had, this dude- he had eighty. He had eighty-eight yards going into the fourth quarter and did my not God. get a bonus. Um, my just like my primary thing was I'm not playing. So the blended optimal. This was the if you if you if you I think it, this is um establish the run, the blitz and four for four. It was Goff. Ramondre, Miles Sanders, and then every lineup, every team had these three wide receivers, Wilson, St. Brown, Dorch. Yeah, uh, if you did not play Wilson, St. Brown, and Dorch, you need to reevaluate, and that includes you, Nate Noling. Uh, This is pointed toward you. No, Drake London at 4-9 Nate, even Cardi Cardi was in on this. Cardi was not playing Drake London. And Drake Uh, London was in the dome. Wilson was a bad play. I'm just saying Drake London and James Conner was better. But Jeez. where what, what where, did Drake London end up doing? I need to know. Like he, he didn't seven, do anything, he right? Seven points. No, he got like nine. He got, whatever. He had like four four for forty, sure. Whatever. Anyway, us us sharps that played Brian Robinson and his massive, massive role got got whoop stanked by the Tyler Algier fish and the that Tyler the Tyler so Algier, the Tyler Algier people getting us. I mean, it's like it's like whatever. They were a hundred dollars apart. Uh, I would have had to have played Jelani Woods in my lineup. Now, obviously, uh, that 2v2 because Algier did so well. Let's see. What did Algier end up getting for the Falcons? Uh, Tyler Algier, 20 rushes. I mean, he literally he literally just had Brian Robinson's game. He just scored. He had yeah, he just he just scored and did not get cucked by Carson Wentz on the one-yard line. Yeah, so so I don't feel I don't feel bad about the Brian Robinson play in any way. Um uh, the, the thing I do feel bad about looking at this lineup, because so the the, it's a 3v3 Ramondre, or it's just a 2v2 um, Ramondre Miles Sanders versus Brian Robinson Christian McCaffrey I mean give me the second side of that by like a country oh my god mile. if you like, if you played Sanders and Ramondre like shut it down just don't people, just cash out do not enter I mean, people in played all sorts of permutations without Christian McCaffrey because he was only like 20 percent owned another yeah, permutation I thought CMC was going to be 40 plus percent owned I was yeah. shocked I, I was I think, shocked I think the primary permutation that people played was Evan Ingram and Miles Sanders, James Conn, just like any other seven thousand dollar ish running back. They 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 effectively worked their whole lineup construction around getting Evan Ingram in. And look, good spot for the Jaguars. Evan Ingram's been really good. He projected really well. ETN projected really well. He got there for you, although he did get cucked twice on the goal line by snoop yeah. connor oh, they, they just like took him out after the half they were they were not i don't think he played that, a snap in the second half like and, and literally so I, james or I, yeah jacksonville think, was tough i did want to talk about that so like i i because the the jags are heading into this game 
winning this game, they are they were live to win this game, lose next week, and still make the playoffs. And the things they needed to happen actually did end up happening today, including the Dolphins losing and the Jets losing. Both of those things were were good for them making the playoffs if they if they won today and lost next week. So I didn't I wasn't really thinking they were gonna bench the guys. The reason I didn't play ETN was because it just didn't work salary wise. And the reason I didn't play Evan Ingram is because I'm this is the same this is the shit we were doing in like week four and five with Tyler Higby. It's like I know who these dudes are. I've I've been watching football for a long time. Guys can have like little two week spike periods and it doesn't I've watched Evan Ingram play football for seven years. He didn't miraculously become not Evan Ingram in the last month of the season. He's still Evan Ingram. Well, and the other thing is it's not just Evan Ingram. It's like a a, a moderate price tight end, right? These guys just he... have huge fluctuation. They, they guys, just... guys, guys, come on. Let's, let's not be like, it wasn't just a couple good efficiency games from Evan Ingram. I mean, he literally had insane volume. It was eight targets, 10 targets, 15 targets, and seven targets in four games in a row. This was not. So did Tyler bad... Higby. No. So yes. Tyler Higby has never had 15 so, games in his career. TJ Hawkinson targets heading into in the game, game that we career. all faded. TJ Hawkinson heading into the game we all faded him for last week was the same deal. George Kittle, massive whopper. I mean, I, Nate, I don't, Nate I, I'm I'm shocked and appalled by by you pushing back on this. Shocked and appalled, you, my friend. Eat the L, dude. It was you. You paid forty four hundred dollars for Evan Ingram, and he sucked. Like, what did you expect? So you could get Drake London in there. <laughs> <laughs> my God, this is insane. How did you get there, Nate? I, I just because he played this... because because no one played McCaffrey. McCaffrey yeah, no was, one played was McCaffrey. the fourth most owned running back. Which Insanity. Is Insanity, but you know, I I just think the reality is like this archetype of tight end is just not one you can rely on. So, it, it, the just the general rule when I'm looking at my lineups, it's like I'm going to get the running actually, backs that I want. Sammy, I'm going to push back on that. There actually is an archetype of the forty four hundred dollar tight end you can pay, but it's the opposite of the Evan Ingram archetype. It's not the guy who's been three thousand dollars all year who's on a spike for a month. It's the Darren Waller, George Kittle, yada yada, guy who stunk for a month. Yeah, and is is a lot. Like I, I'm much more likely to play that dude than Fair. I am to play, you know, Greg Dulcich when he's 3900, Evan Ingram when he's 4400, Tyler Higby when he's priced up. Very, very fair, and I agree. But you know, the reality is you're making your lineup, and it's just like, let me get the receivers I want, let me get the running backs I want, and this you know, 4400 dollars tight end, this is not going to be the guy who buries me. It just doesn't happen. And well, it did. It literally happened last week. TJ Hawkinson buried. Oh, why, why, why are you bringing up old shit, man? <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he, he, it's he, happened he, the last four weeks in a row. Actually, if we're going to be honest, it was Evan Ingram three weeks and then Hawkinson. For but people week. weren't like, playing Ingram and cash the last yeah. few weeks. Yeah. Well, Hawkinson last week was like 40%. Ha- uh, yeah. Uh, shit. I had another uh, Nate of all people. You've been telling us about the Patriots passing game for the last two weeks. How did you get off Hunter Henry with, with Jonu out here? Well, I mean, Hunter Henry, though, I mean, legit last week, the knee injury, he was questionable coming into today. I mean, I literally could have seen 10 snaps from him and not been surprised. No, they were so, not I'm, playing Matt Sokol in a must-win game, bro. Dude, I'm not going to play a tight end who literally got like zero snaps last week after re-aggravating re- a knee injury and then was out all week in practice. Like, it was a game-time decision that they ruled him in. It wasn't like a slam dunk play. Evan Ingram had zero injury question mark. It was just a question of whether or not Jaguars were going to go for it. So it's, 
yeah, I don't know. The floor that you were taking was a zero with Henry. Yeah, but they all have zero floors down there. Yeah. At least Jelani, you knew, was going to be running routes, whether or not he was going to get it. Well, sort of. I mean, he splits routes. Who? Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods. Yeah, I mean, but but Kylan Granson was out. And, yeah, Granson was out. There was nobody uh, uh, was. Ashton Doolin was out. So it, 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 the, the spread got a little... I mean, I thought, I thought Woods, all three tight ends of Otten, Jelani, and it, Henry I thought they, were... I thought they were all fine. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, get, I, I, I kind of want to tilt Otten a little bit. Like Tom Brady drops back to to pass forty five times. Otten gets six targets, including like a couple of end zone targets, and he just doesn't just doesn't get there. It's like, come on, come on, Otten, come on, rookie, let's go. I, I was I was big into Otten once. Uh, once what's his face? Um, their other tight end who sucks. Great. Yeah. Once he once he got ruled out, like it was just like because Brady just. Dude, he always drops back to bass 40, 40 plus times, like always, you know, and he and he throws the ball short, except for today when he decided to remember that Mike Evans existed. And 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 now Mike Evans is going to like have this like good looking stat line next year and best ball third round pick Mike Evans like clockwork. Well, it won't be won't be me. Uh, definitely. Definitely. I'm trying to find we've been doing these shows on Monday morning, so I've had like snap counts and stuff up but I don't, I don't have Patriots snap counts up here on, uh, on Sunday night. So nah, but, tough, uh, but, but Henry did do well. Henry was five for 52. I think I'm sure he played yeah. a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I Henry literally, I, I bet if we looked, he probably played every single offensive snap, which was the thesis behind the play Uh 49ers <laughs> defense. I mean, the, yeah, like I Stidham ended up balling, but I don't know. Sometimes it is what it is. Right. Just, just like everything, you know, I, I, I played Otten to play Otten, who I liked better. I decided, yeah, I'm not going to play the 49ers defense. And I almost played the Patriots defense. That's the tilting thing. I was like on the Patriots. I looked at projections. I had the money. I'm like, well, I'll do, I'll do Atlanta. And the Patriots, of course, scored a touchdown because that's what they do. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. Tough, tough scene, yeah. tough scene for me. I basically broke even, whereas if I had just done like one thing differently or CMC had a couple more points at the end or whatever, like it would have been a smash. I freaking hate it. Isn't fantasy yeah. football stupid, dude? It's, I don't, yeah, it's, I was telling my wife. So, like, I didn't watch half of the games. We went to, like, this, our friend's birthday party. And we're going, and she's like, how's fantasy going? You know, and I'm like, I don't know why I do this, hon. Like, I don't, all it does is cause me heartbreak and heartache. It, when I win, it feels so much worse than how bad it feels when I lose. Um, God, I, 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 we're just sick pups. It's an addiction. It's really bad. I mean, we're yeah, sick. But, um, and I feel it every but, time when we get to week 17, it's like, what are we doing with our lives? But <laughs> but imagine quitting before the miracle happens. Like imagine giving up before the big bank. Oh, know? I, buddy, I will never log off. I will never log off. Yeah. No. I mean, we, do we, do we got anything else on, on these cash teams? I mean, Nate, do you want to talk about, about why you didn't play Barkley? No, I mean, I thought Barkley was, was great. It was just that James Conner, like the workload that James Conner's getting is literally like unassailable. The only thing that could have hurt him was an injury and it happened. Um, so I, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot there. It was just construction, but I don't think Barkley was bad. I, the only thing I thought was thin was there were some people playing like the Algier thing he, with Cordero Patterson still getting the workload that he does. Like, I don't know how Algier was that owned at that price. Like, I mean, because I don't know. I think the been, Robinson thing because he's that good. Because he's that. I think the Robinson thing is significant. I think yeah. Robinson was a significantly better play. Obviously, it didn't work out that way, but yeah. Well, uh, Davis, talk about kind of your decision to talk to and my decision too to play Saquon over James Conner because Conner was what like eight hundred less, and so, we know we do know Conner's in the dome. We do know he's got a great workload. Um, you know, it's I mean results wise obviously Barkley didn't do great he was outrushed by Daniel Jones he was outrushed by Matt Breida and he got two catches for minus five yards it was a very tough scene the team scored 38 points he didn't score any of them um so obviously bad run out for Saquon but like what was what was going through your mind in terms of like you know I'll I'll, I won't take the $800 savings and apply them elsewhere so it was like a couple things. The first being more specific to Connor, which was uh, David Blau, who has not been with the team all year, was starting for them at quarterback. Because I, I, and it was unclear to me why. Like Colt McCoy still has concussion symptoms, but I don't know if McSorley is banged up. I mean, I didn't look enough into it, but I, I think McSorley just played too good, and they're like, Nah, maybe, nah, maybe. this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we um, we got to get a good draft pick. And, and and Blau is, like, to me, even worse than McSorley. Because, um, like, McSorley, at least, like, I don't know, can, like, run around. I, and maybe that's wrong. Like, maybe David Blau is better. And then, you know, just, like, James Connors, like, a 29-year-old running back who's not going to be on their team next year. Like, what's the point of playing him? You know, Keontae Ingram can, can be in there or whatever. And then the other thing was just, like, this is a must-win game for the Giants. Like, they're not – if this is close or competitive at all, like, Bark – like Barkley's just going to be in there. What ended up happening was Daniel Jones scored all their rushing touchdowns. And so Barkley got totally cucked. And I, and honestly, maybe a, a flaw in just thinking that a Nick Foles led Colts team was going to be competitive at all because Foles is, I mean, I've watched a lot of bad football uh, this year and Foles is maybe the worst, but basically I just thought Con- Connor was like a tier one play 
but priced similarly enough to Connor that it was worth uh, getting. And and he also got a shit ton of receiving work last week, which I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have bought. But it's it's also it's fucking Saquon Barkley versus James Conner. I know, I know. It's Saquon, you Saquon know breaks I mean? off the sixty yarder. You're like, why did I play James Conner? I mean, for me, really, like I, I actually agree with Nate's thesis that Conner's workload is obscene. I wasn't really that worried yeah, about. Yeah, Conner was not a bad play. Yeah, I wasn't worried about anybody cucking him. For me, it was more the systemic risk, like you said, David Blau starting. Dorch was essentially a lock and Dorch. I mean, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know, but it feels like he ran insanely bad. He got 10 targets and ended up with 15 receiving yards. I mean, Jesus Christ, bro. Like lock it up. This guy was all world last week, all world. I mean, caught 10 of 11 targets, like got three rushing attempts. It was just like, oh yeah, Greg Dorch. Like he's the man. So he was a stone lock and I just didn't want to have two players from that offense being led by David Blau, I was I was kind of like, you know what? Like, I I don't want to play Connor here. That was kind of my thought process. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nate, they're like, I don't know. What what's 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 Saquon's I, I mean, I, I'm like uh, I'm like not the biggest Saquon dude, but I don't know. I'm I'm a, I'm a huge Saquon guy. I, I mean, obviously Saquon's talent is far superior to James Conner. The issue with Saquon is Daniel Jones legit is like a factor in this offense now daniel jones runs a, a significant portion more than i think what people are realizing and when you actually start to break down volume and you realize you can't really give saquon more than like a 55 to 60 percent of the rushing share compared to compared to connor who's going to get 80 percent plus of the rushing share add to that that daniel jones is a factor around the goal line where in arizona if 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 connor gets anywhere near the goal line he's yeah, getting the workload like yeah so i like again, Saquon wasn't a bad play. I just thought for eight hundred dollars cheaper, like James Conner in this spot, I thought was a great play. So I'm not gonna like hate on Saquon. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, Saquon was just like, damn it, like must win game. And and I kind of disagree, Davis, with the with the idea that that Indianapolis needed to stay competitive. It's like, no, dude, like the New York Giants need to win this game. They are gonna go all out, and they and they did. They sure, they sure, they sure. crushed. And it was just through points, Daniel Jones. But, yeah. Yeah, it's just tough scene. Tough scene all around. Yeah, no, I mean, I that like that's true, but I it's also like it wasn't um like for the very similar thing to the Jaguars, like uh it was a game that they did need to win. Like a loss in this game would have been bad for them. Like not to the same degree where it's like win and you're in, like it was for the Giants, but it but but similarly, and and by the end, you know, Matt Burita was was in there in the fourth quarter. Tough. Very, very tough. We hate it. Um, All right. So I want to start our GPP segment with with this note. Duplicated Millionaire Maker winner. 148,000 entries. And and the winning team was duped by two separate users. No way. Tom Brady double stack with Godwin and Evans. DJ Moore bring back. McCaffrey and ETN. Hunter Henry. Darren Waller in the flex. The New Orleans Saints defense. uh, 4% on. I mean... Honestly, like uh, some pretty chalky plays, got people, you know, uh, some some people played these dudes in cash, but literally duped, dude, like nuts. That is crazy. And I wonder, I wonder if either of these users noticed. Probably not, because they would have been. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's that's some they, well, maybe maybe they did, and they and they're sitting there playing chicken. You know, they're like, well, I'll make him swap. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you're, 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 uh, you're probably right. So I, I, uh, obviously did not play any, uh, Tom Brady double stack. So no sweats for me. Um, 
I'm actually I'm gonna pick the the dumber of the of the teams that I did today in high stakes single entry just so as an example of like really this is the type of shit you should not be doing and I knew I shouldn't be doing this before I clicked like literally this is so fucking stupid this team that I did um so I I, I did a, a, a I, can't, I can't wait for Nate to one up you by the way no I was no, gonna say is, I'm definitely gonna one up you here this is <laughs> this is just so bad because here's the thing. And and this has just been proven like every single slate this year. You you do need to not just play like the cash lineup, but like you you can totally be playing Christian McCaffrey, 30%. You know, you could play Garrett Wilson, you could play Greg Dorch or whatever in, in these slates if you're getting weird elsewhere. And I I just I fucking this team sucks. Um all right, so I did a Teddy Bridgewater double stack because Sammy, <laughs> you'll you'll appreciate this. I saw a tweet pregame that uh, two of the guys playing def- – two of the five defensive backs starting for the Patriots today had never played defensive back in the NFL before. This is this is why I swapped off of the Patriots defensive catch. Oh, my God. I, I Just stay off Twitter and, and we win money. <laughs> if no, you guys no, just deleted I, your Twitters, you guys would be I more did, profitable. I did, I did actually see a pretty helpful thing today, though, about Miles Sanders having a knee brace on and, and the, the beat saying – the plan was to like not like go all in on Miles. It had nothing to do with his knee brace. It was that they literally had like three offensive plays with two minutes left in the first quarter. I mean, he only ran them. It had nothing to do with them working away from him. Yeah. I mean, whatever. You're right. Anyway, it's a Teddy Bridgewater double, obviously with Tyreek and Waddle. I use Hunter Henry's my bring back Uh, all snowflakes there. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater even got injured and left this game. Uh, Tyreek scored a rushing touchdown. That did not count as a reception from Teddy. Uh, I played AJ Dillon, which actually I think was that was actually the only good thing I did in this lineup was AJ Dillon. Uh, basically, just saying like the Vikings stink, the Packers are way better than them, and they don't like to give Aaron Jones the ball at the goal line. Played Kenneth Walker in this lineup. I mean, I felt pretty good about that too. Two percent owned. He was leverage on that Jets game. Uh, I love that. Fifteen percent owned Drake London. Not great, but again, in the context of this lineup, whatever. Isaiah Pacheco. I thought it's it's so crazy. Pacheco has been every week, this dude's been like 30%. And this week, really the same thing. Huge favorite against a shitty team, 3% owned. And then this lineup had the 49ers defense. And, and McKinnon uh, still gets there. And McKinnon still gets there. Uh, which I think, by the way, like I didn't think they would be this owned because I thought the Falcons would pull some of the ownership away. But I actually think this is the type of lineup where you can play these high on defenses. But the point is this lineup is absolutely fucking terrible. There are way too many low owned plays in here. This is so stupid. And someone should have stopped me before lock from playing a team this bad. It's, it's a little, I mean, it's a little gal I mean, for sure. I'm, but, I'm probably but, giving up 40 points off of the projected optimal on this team. Yeah. it's it, That's probably too many, but you know, the idea that you should be more contrarian in single entry, I think holds water. You know what I mean? So I'm okay with going well, some Well, Well, when, when the field size is a bit smaller and you're not just trying to play the lottery of like getting all positions correct, right? And you're trying to find the right correlation, sure. Um, but this is just this is just giving up too much projected points. This this team sucks, and um, you know we we need we need to get better. Uh, Sammy, you got to go next because we got to leave Nate for last, obviously. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, so uh, this was in the this was in the big spy. And I played. I love. Naked. I love when they run that contest. The big spot. Me, me too. It's it's the best. I played naked Justin Fields. Felt really good about that naked Justin Fields, especially when he how, hit the how bonus. Owned, how owned was Komet 
how owned was Komet? Uh, I don't know. I right, here. I will, he was I like will he was in the teens. Yeah, and 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 I actually have another team with Fields where I did stack him with Komet. Okay. Uh, in the in the in the red zone, um, but I just went in the spy. I just went naked. Naked Justin Fields, um, and God, he had the bonus for four minutes to go in like the first quarter, and then just like pooped out, which sucked. Well, he got um, smoked and- on that run where he got the bonus, dude. He got smoked. Yeah, he, he looked bad after that. Yeah, um, I brought it back with DJ Shark. He was actually like close to twenty percent owned, so that wasn't that great of a play. But I was trying to leverage off Amon Ra. Um, I played Miles Sanders in this lineup. He was only 5.7% Snowflake. I played Brian Robinson, who is mega chalky, 42% Snowflake. Uh, And then I played a mini correlation with Tyreek Hill and uh, our boy Hunter Henry, Snowflake for Tyreek Hill. I played Greg Dortch, uh, and I played Austin Eckler at 3.5%. How about that? Massive, Massive smash and the commander's defense. Uh, at home against Cleveland, which I thought was actually a really good tournament play. They were they were two percent at home against, uh, you know, that's solid sexual abuser Deshaun Watson who sucks, and instead they got smoked. Yeah, and that was Carson, a mini correlation. Well, Wentz really is ass, by the way. He's so he's so bad, like, bro. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson should be in jail for sure, but like, Carson yeah, but but, but Carson Wentz should also be in jail for what yeah. he does on the football field, right? Yes. Uh, Deshaun Watson, his transgressions are mostly off. Um, but I, I like, I, I like the way that I set this lineup up. Um, I thought it made sense. I liked getting Eckler. So this is kind of what you're talking about, Davis. Um, you know, Fields, Fields, Robinson, Dorch and Chark were all fairly big, chalky. Big chalk, yeah. They were, they were big chalk, but then it was Sanders, 5.7%, Tyreek, 8.7%, Henry, 3.8%, Eckler, 3.5%, Commanders, 1.9%. And I and I thought they were all like reasonably good plays. So this lineup did not cash too many snowflakes, but yeah, I'm I, I'm happy with the process and uh I'll be awaiting the Sklansky bucks getting deposited in my account very soon. All right, Nate. This is what the people come here for. Yep. Well, um went with a uh, Fields double stack. Uh so I'd stack Fields with Montgomery and Komet. <laughs> come on, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I I thought I mean Detroit... he was he was playing the the Geno Smith versus Jared Goff you know week five thesis here. My God, yeah. I mean okay. The I thought this game was the game to have exposure to, and I wanted to do it in a way that wasn't just Goff and up uh, and St. Brown. Like so, I I thought Fields, Montgomery, and Komet would be a way to pivot off off of that, but still get exposure to that game. Brought it back with Swift. Uh, which I felt great about. Um, Strong, yeah. When Justin Jackson no. got ruled out, I, I thought yeah. Swift was a was a quite a good play. So I, I mean, that was my main thing. I, I wanted exposure to Detroit, Chicago, not through. I mean, I excluded Garrett Wilson and St. Brown and Goff in every uh, tournament build that I did. Yeah, uh, look, I, I, I get the thesis behind it. I just don't think, I, I just don't think Justin Fields double stacks ever get there. I mean. He played the whole game, was down the whole game, and he threw the ball 21 times and completed seven passes. It's just like, well, when when do two why, of his pass reason, catchers ever get there? The, 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 I mean, the it, but I it wasn't two of his pass catchers. It was one of his yeah, pass it was, catchers it was and Montgomery. Montgomery. So, yeah. like, and the thing about Komet is that he's cheap enough that all I need to do is beat, like, all I needed was the touchdown. Komet, 
you could have gotten there. I mean, I didn't realize it was going to be 15% owned, but um, at tight end, I don't really feel like I'm, I'm giving up a whole lot of projection. It's not like I'm stacking with uh, Dante Pettis and giving up a wide receiver. T- tight end is the place where you can just give up like eight points of projection. It's just like, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? yeah I yeah, chose, fair, I chose fair. to uh, give up all my upside at wide receiver in this lineup uh, because I played a, I'm like looking at this team. I I cannot believe I hit submit. <laughs> Let it out, Nate. Let it out. <laughs> Let's hear it. So I excluded St. Brown and Garrett Wilson because I said I'm not playing 30% owned wide receivers in tournaments, regardless of their upside. So I did get Greg Dorch at 30%, no upside. I, I, I am ashamed. I am ashamed. No, I no. I don't actually. I don't actually. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm ashamed I'm, that I got 30% on Greg. Greg I, I was hoping for something better, Nate. I was okay, hoping, well, I, it does get better. Obviously, okay. Drake London, 15% owned. Uh, don't, I feel fine about that. Like, please this say next it's like Kendrick one. Bourne or something. Even yeah, better. Patriots Even better. passing game. Even better. Brandon Cooks. <laughs> oh, gee. Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Nate, Brandon Cooks in single digit ownership. Nate, literally Wednesday on the Swolecast, I literally said, guys, don't be the fucking losers who look at their spreadsheets and plug Brandon Cooks back in this week. Like, don't <laughs> well, I be, did. don't... <laughs> I did. Un- uh, so I played. So I played uh, Brandon Cook, Drake London, and uh, and Greg Dorsch, so that I could get up to CMC, the, the dustiest wide receiver flex. room in in modern American history. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Uh, and then I got uh, CMC. So my team did get there, min cash, but it was uh, an abomination of a wide receiver. Dorch, and then did, I had Chargers D. I think I think Dorch was like I I rarely play the chalky min priced wide receiver in in gpps because exactly what you're saying nate they just possess so little upside but garners so much ownership but i actually thought that dorch was good for this this week i i was big in a dorch i'm so tilted that he didn't that he didn't get there like 10 freaking targets and 15 receiving yards like come on bro come on it's i, I thought it was a good play i mean i think i mean he yeah, is like he min, the, at the price i just I don't if Greg, like if Greg Dorch gets if Greg Dorch gets twelve and multiple, you know, if if CMC did what he did and then, you know, I I don't know, like Mahomes gets thirty two and Kelsey gets twenty one or whatever, you would have like needed Dorch to win, and it wouldn't have mattered how owned he was. Mahomes, by the way, this this Chiefs season, unbelievable. He he leads the NFL in passing yards, leads the NFL in passing touchdowns. Chiefs are the number one team in points, number one team in yards per play, and they have three guys who are playable in fantasy, and it's Mahomes, McKinnon, and Kelsey. And Kelsey. And it's only Kelsey sometimes. Yeah. To lead the the NFL in receiving and to not have a playable wide receiver in a given DFS slate is, like, unbelievable. Do you you know how many different Chiefs caught a pass today? Oh, that's a good game. I'm going to guess... 11 circle takes a square it's 11 tony mckinnon kelsey sky moore valdez scantling watson juju pacheco blake bell noah gray and patrick mahomes himself got a six yard pass right yeah that's That's right right. oh amazing yeah 11 team 11 thing here's the thing they're 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 not gonna win the super bowl because they they're like setting world records for fucking around in these games. I mean, you just watch them and it literally, it feels like you're watching a bunch of 
teenage boys playing grab ass. They get to the they get to like the eleven yard line, and Mahomes is just like doing the hand motions and yelling at it. Like he, I feel like he just threw an interception today because he got bored. He was like, he was like, I'm just gonna throw this interception to Justin Simmons out of out of boredom. I, I don't know what it's it's as it's as somebody who owns Harrison Butker in a championship final this was a very displeasing outcome to me um and and also was playing against Jarek McKinnon so they do all this bullshit and then none of it works and then they just like dump it off to McKinnon and nobody and covers him jets and, his, and he just jets his way in yeah yeah Nate Nate do you have a uh do you have a worst beat on prize picks today I mean the the Miles Sanders I had so much Miles Sanders exposure. He wrecked me today. It was a pretty high line, bro. It was 77 and a half. Well, I mean, I didn't plan on him having three touches by the end of the first quarter. Here, do you think do you think the people who think that Gardner Minshew is as good as Jalen Hurts against the spread? Uh, do you think maybe I thought they were gonna run the ball a thousand times? I literally thought Miles Well, Sanders they was- they would they would have, I think, but they just didn't even have the opportunity to do so. Yeah, they just never had the ball essentially in the first half. And then even when they did finally get it, like that huge touchdown, A.J. Brown, where he just beasted over everybody, it was just like, okay, well, that's like the pick six thing where no time goes off the clock and the other team has the ball again. Taysom, Taysom just showed them who's boss today, really. Yeah, Miles <laughs> Miles Sanders and, and Tyreek depleted my prize picks balance. I, I also I also had a lot of Tyreek, and uh, I'm going to I'm gonna let out the uh, – the the worst prize picks play I've ever made. Uh, the over under for this gentleman was thirteen DraftKings points. The quarterback, the cuck himself. No, 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 no. He's a quarterback, Carson Wentz. I took Carson Wentz fantasy points overs. And should, uh, I mean, you should retire. Is that a is that a cry for help, dude? Like what? <laughs> what did I just hear? <laughs> He was he was projected for like fifteen and change, and I was like, Ooh. I, I mean, I guess I guess that's the difference between you know being a a real hardo who just bets when the number's good versus someone who bets with their heart. Because I could see Carson Wentz projected for like twenty nine, uh, you know, against a flag football team, and I'd be like, what? No, he'll fuck yeah. it up somehow. He's Carson yeah. Wentz. Yeah, I do. I douche that one. Bad job, Sammy. I went with the spreadsheets. I didn't. It. it I just kind of treated it like it's a science. Sometimes it's not, my friend. Sometimes it's a little bit more of an art, and I got reminded of that today. Sometimes it is a little bit more of an art. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us here at the program today. We are going to be back in week 18 with none other than Mr. Peter Overzet for cash game week. So send your invites to Davis Maddock on DraftKings, Whirling Dervish on DraftKings, Nate N on DraftKings, and <laughs> Revert Z Top on DraftKings, which, as Peter will remind you, is just his name backwards. I don't know. I, it's hard to tell whose name is worse, Sammy's or, or Peter's, or Nate's, just be, due to the fact that it's not distinguishable and you can't find him inside the <laughs> Yeah, I never get invites, and it's the worst. <laughs> I, I, I actually least... now have a group of people who have a recurring game with me, so just every Wednesday when the system updates, their game just sends to me automatically. Yeah, at, so le- at least, least my brand is strong. Games. Every time they mention the, the the term Whirling Dervish on an NFL broadcast, which has now happened multiple times a season, my DMs blow up, so the people know. What What is a Whirling Dervish? What is that from? Well, it's it, it's 
the the meaning of it is is you can google it it's like some like crazy like arabic dance or something uh these dancers but it's from magic the gathering it was a it was a magic the gathering card the whirling dervish yeah okay good god what did we just do to this podcast nerd alert well you know hey man no i got no issues that's where poker players come from nate they come from from mtg he's not that's how it happens yeah all right, boys. Uh, week 18, cash game week. Be there. Be square. Uh, and uh, we'll see you then.